Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You ready, Mel? So ready. What is a dog's ideal job? What is it, Taylor? A barkeologist. <laughs> Plus, they're like good at digging oh, and stuff. Dog with jobs. Doggers with jobs. <laughs> oh, that was so insane. <laughs> Unplanned, but beautiful. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How y'all going, y'all? That sounded excellent. Thanks. <laughs> and I hope that if it's terrible, that we can just make your day a little brighter. Yeah. A little Borkia? Borkia. That's little- what I imagine dogs buy their furniture from, is Borkia. Borkia. <laughs> Except instead of blue and Come yellow, on, it's just different shades of grey. <laughs> we just need to pick up some more, like, I don't know, dinner bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Fancy kennels. Borkia it is. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? Thanks uh, for tuning in. I'm Taylor and I'm here with my co-host Mel. Hi, hi. We're going to talk about dogs today just for something new and exciting. Could you guess? Yep, you could because it's the name of our podcast. The Floof and Papa podcast. Yeah. Thanks for joining us once again. <laughs> have you got a story for me today, Mel? I have a story for you. I love stories. It's so stupid and I love I it. love stupid dog stories. I love like ones where like nobody gets hurt or nobody's like, yep, like, you know, it's not sad. You're just like, you know what? That's a stupid doggo and everything's okay because it's just great. Excellent. Well, is that I what think, that's coming my way? I think you'll love this. Oh, yay. Okay, tell me. Um, okay, all right, let me read you the long headline. Oh, I love a long article. headline. Landlord sleeps on floor to look after dog left by drunk woman, but only gets four star review due to cold Merlot. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's just a lot going on in that. Headline. That sounds like an entire review. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Check out the show notes. Because the caption is in all capitals, I looked after your dog all night. (laughs) It was pretty great. Okay, so we are in the Dreadnought pub in Leith in northern Edinburgh. Oh, shout Uh, out to our Scottish listeners. Hi. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. I was going to try and do an accent, but I don't want to offend you. Onions have layers. (laughs) Wow. Sorry, are you offended? Please, please keep listening. I won't do it again. I love you. And swiftly moving on. <laughs> Tell me about this landlord. So we're in Edinburgh and we've got the landlord of this pub who had to spend a night sleeping on the floor because he had to stay in his pub because some drunk lady left her dog there. <laughs> okay, sorry. Is this a pub where you can take doggos? Yes. Why don't we have that? Hello, Brisbane. That's Get a on lie, the dog though. I'm pretty sure pub. there's one around the corner from here. Oh, yeah, you with did the mention puppy there called, was a dog there. What is that puppy's name? It's something really cute too. And I've totally Does it start with an M? Yeah. Is it Meeple? No. Meeple is a great name for a dog. But it's up. real cute. Mm. I'll get back to you. Mason. No. Mm. Macarena. 
That is a great name for a dog. Macarena. Though. Hey, Macarena. And then he would just come like running. It's so good. <laughs> Cute. Okay, sorry, tell me the story. Tell me the story. Right. So <laughs> we have – so this was a thing that kind of went viral on the internet. So hit us up if you've already seen it and let us know what you think. Um, you, we have a photo here of this man who is sleeping on the floor of his pub. Oh, he just living his best life. <laughs> and in the background – He's young too. He looks all right. <laughs> Looks like a little bit all right. Yeah, he's he's a nice guy. Apparently, he's left on the floor of his pub so that he could keep the dog company that was left there, mm. uh, which looks like some kind of staffy. It's super adorable. <laughs> I think when you're too drunk to remember to bring your dog home, that's the limit. You might have a problem. You might have a problem if you stop thinking about dogs. You, you have, have a problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So he he posts this picture. Um, and the caption is, when your wife wants to know why you didn't come home last night and you have to produce uh-huh. evidence to support your implausible claim that one of the punters forgot to take their dog with them. <laughs> yeah, two things I picked up from that. Yeah. First one, a little bit of something, something there is just married, so goodbye, oh. my Edinburgh friend. <laughs> Second thing is I really like the word punters. Punters. Punter That's might it. be a good that name for a dog. That, punter. Yeah. Because oh, it sounds like, like hunter, hunter, but cute. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, anyway, both now happily reunited with our owners is how that finishes. It's very cute. Uh, but then, he, so what happened with the review though? So <laughs> that the doesn't review make sense. was from the lady who owned the dog. Right. Well, apparently wasn't appreciative. But we found out that. And she left a review for the pub? Yeah, she did. So that just seems rude. This guy, he posted after the dog had been picked up. <laughs> so the let me just censor this a little bit because I don't know if you can say this word. Uh, no, we're going to so, try and keep it PG-13+. plus. Yeah, so the drunk woman who forgot her dog on Saturday night has just given us a four-star review. Hang on. I looked after your dog all night. <laughs> Merlot too cold, apparently. She's complaining about the drinks. Wait, as in, oh, I was thinking about like Merlot's coffee, but that's not what she means. She means like her red wine yeah. was too cold. Yeah, yeah. Which is a ridiculous thing and a ridiculous Maybe warm it up with your take- dog next time <laughs> at home. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, what a committed man nice. to yeah. stay, just have a little slumber party in his pub with this dog. And it's really very cute. He, uh, some people were asking questions about mm. the photo because the photo isn't the most flattering photo. He's just on the floor just woken up with the dog behind him. Cute dog On the floor though. of his pub. Uh, so Could he, he not have brought questions. the doggo home or was that, like, too far a red car? Maybe he wasn't allowed to bring it home or maybe he didn't have the leash. It does have a collar, but it doesn't appear to have a leash. So maybe who's taking their doggo to the pub without a leash? This is an irresponsible woman. (laughs) I am not her biggest fan. Yeah, no, she seems a little bit ungrateful, but he does address all this. Um, He had he had a few answers to some questions he was being asked. Number one, yes, someone actually forgot their dog, and we both kipped in the pub. (laughs) Bless, adorable. Two, yes, (laughs) he's wearing a vest. Yes, that's a vest. I occasionally uh, wear a vest when it's cold. Nobody I don't rips. like vests. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to our He's vest. He's even less out there. on your list. Now. Except if a doggo's wearing them because preach. Hella cute. Um, do you know, um, you know Tuffy? We have a mutual friend Tuffy. whose puppy's name is Tuffy. Yes. Tuffy. I saw Tuffy the other day. He was wearing the cutest little jumper <gasps> with like white and blue stripes. It had a little hood so he could put oh. up his little hood. And shout out to Lynn, who is properly dressing. Shout out to Miss Lynn and Tuffy's fashion. He also has a denim jacket. What? Which is very cute. 
Anyway, I love it. Loving dogs when they get dressed up. All right, and number three <laughs> is him just addressing. That's not me hungover. I was sober. That's just how I look in the morning. Hope Same. this helps. <laughs> the dog was as good as gold, by the way, and I never did catch her name. It's like a little bit Aww, love story. It's very it cute. It's so cute. That is really cute. It's like misconnections. Yeah. Have you read like misconnections yes. articles? It's like misconnections, but for doggos. Oh, does that exist? Can someone I please let us know if that so. exists? I saw your dog at the park the other day, and I was just wondering, would you like to come by for a pat next Thursday <laughs> at seven? That's that's what I imagine misconnections for doggo is. That is what happens but in I like my brain. Mm hmm. I support it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he, he did end up saying it was a genuine and in many ways understandable mistake on the part of the dog's two owners. <laughs> That's very nice of him. <laughs> and the lass was distraught when she collected the dog next morning. The lass. I was perfectly happy to keep it company and it was good as gold all night. Oh, bless. Cute little buddy. So that's my pub dog Oh, story. that's a cute story. It was so silly. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so cute. So, Taylor, what, what do you have for us today? Okay, what doggo? So, okay. I am going to talk about Rottweilers. <gasps> Rottweilers! Yeah, because Yay. little known fact, I actually really like Rottweilers. Heck yeah, me too. Because they are very cool doggos. Have and you ever cuddled a Rottweiler? They chunky. They thick. They love cuddles. They thick with two Cs. <laughs> They're so cute. Anyway, I, I especially wanted to talk about Rottweilers just because, like, they get a bad rap. Yes. Like they just, like we were saying this um, last week on the episode about um, the White Shepherd, the white shepherd mm. that big doggos tend to get a bad rap and Rottweilers, or I guess if you say it in the German, it's like Rottweiler. But Sorry, one more time. No, thank you. Um, <laughs> I like the same because like they do get like kind of accused of being like really aggressive dogs. This is true. They're often depicted as mm-hmm. just scary. And I do have a story. Like I'm going to tell you my story, which does not put Rottweilers in a great light, but it's fine. We okay. were at my parents' friend's house once mm. and my dad got bit by their Rottweiler. <gasps> That's the whole story. Huh. But like, it was fine. Like you don't, the thing is like, you just don't need to encroach on their territory. Like dad had obviously like gone up a little bit too eagerly to like true. pat him or whatever. And he, he got bit. So my dad has like a cool Rottweiler scar. I have a, I have a nice Rottweiler yeah, tell story. me, tell me. Um, so my parents live on an acreage and we often just get lost dogs Aww. wander into, I mean, no, I don't live with them anymore, but their backyard. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've had like one of our uh, dogs that we adopted mm-hmm. um, was a poodle, not a Rottweiler. Uh, but just saying we have a lot of good dogs that come through. Yeah. One of them was this big Rottweiler, like huge, thick, thick, <laughs> just and he was such a sweetheart, so sweet. He was sitting there. He was super calm. My mum started off scared of him because my mum's kind of scared of him. Yeah, your mum's a little not, lady. Your mum's a little lady. <laughs> Shout out to my mum. Shout out to Kodritza. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, but he ended up just being the sweetest thing. He would give, give kisses and sat there patiently while we tried to work out who owned Bless. him. And was just a good boy yeah no they're they're such good boys mm. anyway they're they're obviously quite a large doggo mm-hmm. you don't look, you don't really get teeny rottweilers um <laughs> and the name's german in um in german they were known as <laughs> deep breath rottweiler metzgerhund metzgerhund Metzger, and i presume the v the w is pronounced as a v so probably rottweiler metzgerhund or something i believe it so which means rottweil butcher's dog Oh, butcher's yeah. dog. Yeah, because their main use was to herd livestock and pull carts with 
butcher's meat. Ah. So that was their, that's why they're so like muscly and, yeah. and thick is because they used to do like a lot of pulling. Huh. Um, yeah. What a character. So although they like, they still herd stock in a lot of different parts of the world, mm. they're also now used as like um, search and rescue dogs and guard huh. dogs and I police dogs. Doggos with jobbos. Doggos with jobbos. Yeah. Protecting so people, they, helping they are people. good dogs and they can be trained. Like I think one yes, of the most of common misconceptions is like, they're just inherently bad, like they're bad yeah. doggos and they just are aggressive, but they That's can be trained. Like yeah. a police service isn't going to use a dog that is resistant to training or mm. is going to mess up and do the wrong thing. Mm. They're going to use a dog that can be trained to take down the right assailant or yeah. take down the right person. Anyway. And like we were saying last week, it's all about how they're raised and trained and mm. looked after. Definitely. Definitely. Nurtured. Um, and so they're like one of the oldest herding breeds um, with a history that possibly dates back to the Roman Empire. So they're quite Whoa. an old breed of dog. They're not um, They're not a newer dog and they're no. not like kind of a hybrid dog. Like they're pretty old dog. Um, and they were used, like I said, for like herding and droving. Um, and then in the build-up, like later down the track, mm. the build-up to World War One had a greater demand for police dogs because, you know, they oh. needed more, you know, police and army and control and stuff sure, like that. Yeah. So that brought back the Rottweiler and attention for the Rottweiler because as yes, railways and <laughs> sorry, history lesson. Mm. As like railways and stuff were more commonly built, mm. they didn't need the dogs to pull carts anymore. They didn't need oh, them course. to do yes. like pull the butcher's meat and stuff. So they had railways and so kind of people started to lose interest in the Rottweiler because they didn't really need them as much. Yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, in the build up to World War One and Two, um they they started serving as like messenger dogs, ambulance dogs and guard dogs. Amazing. They're so which helpful. is pretty cool. They're such so good helpful. doggers. And like I do think they have like a very like I don't think you would use a Rottweiler as like a seeing eye dog, but they do have like a very particular like line of work that they're good right. at. Oh, I love They're dogs so with jobs. And then I, I was doing some more research because I wanted to find like, because um, I know there's a lot of bad stuff about them out there. People are like, oh, Rottweiler's awful. Um, <laughs> and like one of the, one of the things you can search when it comes up is like, uh, are Rottweilers mean? Are all Rottweilers mean? <laughs> and I was like, oh, poor things. Like people have obviously searched this enough that Google thinks it's like a yeah, common thing. Auto, auto so film. then I found this website, which is called Rottweiler Temperament. What's good about them? What's bad about them? Amazing. And I was like, all right, tell me now. Mm. Um, so the AKC, AKC, AKC standard describes the Rottweiler as a calm, confident, courageous dog. Very similar like to our shepherd. Swiss cheese, yeah. Our Swiss cheese. <laughs> with self-assured aloofness that does not lend itself to immediate and indiscriminate friendships. Right. So that's probably what accounts for a lot of their like kind of aggressive behaviour or like their offstandish yeah. stand standoffishness. <laughs> or why they might be assumed to kind of attack is because they're not unlike our white American Shepherd, they're not good at forming friendships immediately yeah, you need yeah, to kind of build up a relationship which makes sense because if you're a guard dog or if you were like a um like an ambulance dog you would need to you have to kind of be up. wary yeah, yeah you'd need to be cautious of people mm. um some of them are serious and some of them are happy-go-lucky clowns it says oh. <laughs> um but they respond quietly with a kind of wait and see attitude which is why for example my dad just rolling up and trying to pat a rottweiler didn't work for him because mm. he didn't he didn't give the rottweiler enough time to be like hello here i am what's You're a nice good person. yeah mm. um it's a muscular dog obviously it needs space 
and exercise, brisk daily walks, interactive romping sessions. Romping? And regular opportunities to stretch and run. Um, and one of the other things I found, because I, I was looking into adopting a dog the other day because I just <gasps> just really want one. Oh Even, God, I can't have one. Uh. Well, it's just not practical for my lifestyle. All oh, right, but I mm, a lot of the ones that you look at for adoption are these kind of like big Rottweilers or pit bulls or oh, big dogs because yeah. you know all the fluffy ones go quickly. Yeah, and I mean I can't talk. I have a fluffy. Like my mom has a fluffy, <laughs> and they're gorgeous too. But a lot of the dogs that you see in adoption agencies and and like things like RSPCA mm. are those big like Rottweiler type dogs. Just because Aww. people get them as like babies, yep. um, don't bother to train them properly Ugh. or do their research and find out like, hey, this Rottweiler needs some space yeah. before it can become your friend. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, if you're having people over, you need to be kind of more cautious and more um, maybe separate them for a little while. Mm. And then they give up their doggo after a couple, you know, weeks. And that's that why pounds and stuff end up with a lot more of these bigger dogs, um, which is why I really wanted to look into this because yes. I was like, I don't. I don't really think that anyone or kind of any animal is oh, so philosophical is like inherently bad, you know? Yeah, like I believe the same thing. We we evolve into bad behavior as like a protective method. Yep. And I think that's what the Rottweiler is, mm. you know? I don't think any animal is like evil. Yes. You know, all yeah, animals yeah. use any kind of like um, like attack system to protect themselves. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's what the Rottweilers, because they were bred as such a um, like guard dog and worker dog, mm. they were just got – and, you know, if people had come up to a drover to steal meat off the thing, they would have to protect yeah. the Jump stuff they were So, you know, it's just about – like I just thought it was interesting – to learn like yeah. about them and not just assume that they're just like big beefy dogs that need lots of exercise. For sure. Um, but basically it says you should um, socialize them at an early age so that their territorial kind of instincts are controlled rather than just like this is my space. Good, yes. So that's probably a lot of things people miss. Um, they are inclined towards dominance, which makes sense, and they will sort of test for position in in the like family pecking order. But they respond kind of like all children to good like discipline and mm. good instruction. So if mm. you're gonna take the time to have a Rottweiler, you need to take the time to like train it properly. Yeah. You know, it's not just gonna like floof and just chill out if <laughs> something goes wrong. It's it's gonna get defensive. So yeah. I think that's what a lot of people miss. But <laughs> overall, this article says mm. the Rottweiler is a splendid, capable companion in the right hands, Aww. which I think is really true. With ongoing companionship, socialization, obedience training, supervision, um, you you can you know have a good Rottweiler. I love it, guys. Yeah. Give your Rottweilers a chance. Yeah. Anyway, so if it, it has all this stuff about like if you a Rottweiler might be right for you if <laughs> and like if you don't want to deal with drooling. <laughs> Don't get oh, a Rottweiler because they drool a lot. Oh, right. Oh, no, right, right, right. If you don't want to, <laughs> they drool a lot. Or it says potential drooling and gassiness. <laughs> um, yeah. So Gassy it's. Dog. I think like a Rottweiler is a big commitment, but I think they're really sweet. And I just yeah. wanted to kind of dispel any myths that like they're just a bad dog, you know? Heck yes. That they're inherently bad. Heckin' good Doggos. Heckin' good doggos. Give them a chance, fam. Give them a chance. So just, like, if you're adopting, like, if you're shopping around, don't walk past the Rottweiler. Just, no. like, give them a sec. Get if him. you have the time. Yeah, get If you have the time to really, like, love and look after a special dog. Yeah. If hmm. your lifestyle fits. Yeah. If see, your my, living my life, fit. <laughs> my lifestyle does not support a big A big doggo, boy. A big boy. Oh. <laughs> Although that would be really does. cool. But if yours does. 
Yeah, have a look. Yeah. Oh, Rottweilers. I love it. So do you have a tip or trick for us today that might apply to Rottweilers? I do. Or like not at all, that's also fine. It kind of throws back to my <laughs> my landlord sleeps on floor story to stay with his dog. Yes. Kind of throws back to that. In that, that lady could have saved herself a lot of grief if she just had a tracking device. Oh. So today I wanted to talk about some activity trackers for dogs. What's an activity tracker? Like a Fitbit for dogs? Yes, that's exactly what oh, I imagined. Oh my God. Um, Tell me now. Yes. Don't delay. Uh, so we're here on The Independent again uh, and they're letting us know how we can keep an eye on our dog's exercise, health and location with a bit of pet tech. Aww. Hashtag pet tech. Hashtag <laughs> pet tech. <laughs> Um, and why not? We're living in an age where wearable technology is all the rage. Yeah. Track as much as you can, live your life and track in the background. Uh, so yeah, I agree with that. Definitely. Yeah. Don't get obsessive. Sorry. Yeah. Side note, I did, I lost like three years worth of data when I got, (gasps) when I I did a Fitbit thing. Yeah. I was real sad about it, but then I remembered, Hey, I can just live life and love dogs. Doesn't define you. yeah, Yeah. Doesn't matter. I still Anyway, guys, pet tech. <laughs> yeah, tell me. So we've got things that like sync up with your smartphone. Mm-hmm. With like apps. an app. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. We have things with batteries that can last up to a year. We have Whoa. things that are waterproof and live on your dog's collar for the dog that likes so to swim. the dog that likes to swim. Um, just really great things. Cool. And we have, sorry, our, <laughs> our research dog in this article her name is Daisy. She's 13 years old. She's Stop. a terrier cross and she helped us out, work, uh, helped us rather work out how these dog trackers work. So what we got, um, let's have a bit of a scroll. We've got a few things. So this first one, uh, it's called the Fitbark. Stop. <laughs> Has a battery Stop life that name. of six months. It's like this adorable little pink bone shaped thing. Very Aww. adorable. Kind of looks like kind of yeah, looks like candy to be honest. It's very cute. Um, it only weighs ten grams. It has sleep tracking. Oh, so you can tell like how tracking. much a doggo is sleeping during the day. Because yeah. I always like I always wonder like is my dog really active during the day or mm. is she just like super chill and just naps? Yeah, because that's what I'd be doing if I was my day. I would be <laughs> napping. That that sleepy dog life. Uh, is waterproof. It doesn't have GPS tracking, um, but it does have a free app. So this one is to <laughs> this one is the Fitbit. Kind this of is thing. the Fitbit of it the dog. It shows world. you a daily graph of how your Aww. dog and you, the owner, are reaching your goals. <laughs> I swear I mentioned this to my mum every episode, but like this is something my mum would hundred percent get around. Diane. Yeah, she would totally be about this. She'd Look, be like, I need to track all the steps right now. Yes, try the Fitbit. I subscribed her to the podcast, but I don't think she's figured out how to press play yet. Oh, no. So, Mom, if you get this far, shouts out to figuring out how to press play. Yeah, really good pretty. job. And look into that Fitbar. And look into the Fitbar. Uh, so it syncs to your phone via Bluetooth. Uh, all the trackers they tested, they found that this one had the most useful functions, such as oh. the sleep score, which monitors your pet That's at a time cute. when they should be sound asleep. Uh, what is the time when your doggo should be sound asleep? Well, for Daisy, this was between 1 a.m. and 5 a.m., mm-hmm. which sounds like the ideal time to be sleeping. That's only four hours, though. Is that because she sleeps during the day, too? You know, I don't know. 
Yeah, but you can that's set the time. You can set the time you want to track. Um, every day you're given a percentage showing how much of that time they slept, and if it drops, it's an indication something might be wrong. Oh, so that's it's really clever. To- I wish my Fitbit would tell me that. I'm, I'm sure there's a function. I feel like if I don't get enough sleep, it's like, you're not getting enough sleep. And I'm like, cool, tell me how to fix it. And it's I like, mean, you're not getting enough sleep. And I'm like, hmm. What if we got you a Fitbark? Oh my gosh. <laughs> we should run an experiment. We should human test. We should human these dog test them. Track. <laughs> but anyway, that's like our first kind we of thing. We nap enough, TBH. We've got things. Oh man, we have this one called Pooch Play. They all have very cute names. Right? Um,. It's light. It has a battery life of six months. Uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. do sleep tracking. Uh, it's for dogs. It's waterproof. Uh, that comes with feature. the app. Very similar to the other one. But it is a clip-on device you attach to the collar or harness. Uh, really tiny. So it works for little dogs. Little floofers, yeah. Um, and what it does is the tracker connects via Bluetooth. Um and you just get detailed information on your dog, including lifestyle. So like if they run away, yeah, you can like track where they're at. For this one, this one doesn't have GPS tracking, but you can get them. Let me find you one. I'm uh, sorry, I didn't mean. I thought that's what you said. I missed no, it. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, we've got so we've got this one called Oh Kippy Kippy Vita. I'm living for these dog. They're names. very good. I'm very impressed with the marketing <laughs> of these products. Um, we've got this GPS tracker. Uh, it's an activity monitor as well. Live GPS tracking. Uh, it has a geofence feature that lets you create a safe virtual area where your dog can stay. And then it'll let you know when it, when they go outside. That's cool. Yeah. So especially if you're not home or if you're nearby. I'm imagining like the lasers that they have in like jewelry stores. You know, in like spy movies. <laughs> dun, how, dun, yeah, dun, pretty much. Dun, like, you know how you have to go through all the lasers? Like, I'm just imagining that, but for doggos. I love that. You have to create that, the you know, area. probably exists. I'm sure probably. there are spy I dog hope movies so. out there. Definitely. Hit us up with your favorite spy dog movies. Yeah, do. <laughs> um, uh, you can, they also, these trackers are really great because you can put in your dog's like age and breed and weight and the tracker can suggest a 60 minute goal. Comprising Aww. of uh, this one for Daisy, our tester yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one was comprising of 20 minutes each of walking, running, and playing. Mm. So these, okay, so these activity trackers, really great for uh, keeping track of where your dog is, mm-hmm. especially if it gets lost. Mistakes can happen. The dog can get out or get scared, run away. You can know where it is. Save yourself the grief of losing your doggo. I remember my Lucky, my mm. little Dutch hound Lucky, ran away when I was in primary school. He ran away for three days. Whoa, that's a long time for a doggo. on his own. Just walked up the driveway like skinny and kind of freaked out. That's so out. stressful. Yeah, poor buddy. If we had a GPS tracker. 100%. See, that makes me think it would be really good for a Rottweiler because you know what they'd be able to do is like track how much exercise they're getting that's right and then if you put the breed in they'd be like you know what your your rottweiler needs more exercise and this here's what we recommend like that's a cool idea amazing Mm. yeah so good so have a look check out our show notes uh we'll link this article and you can have a look some of these are uh the articles from the uk but i know we have a bunch of these in australia so check it out if you want to keep an eye on your dog how healthy it is where it is Mm, please do and if you if you happen to go and get it please like let us know how it went. Yeah. Show us your happy tracked dog. Happy tracked <laughs> happy, dog. 
Happy Tracked. And where can they show us their Happy Tracked dog mail? Well, catch us on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Facebook, the where three. the Floof and Papa podcast. With an ampersand. With an ampersand. On Twitter, you can find us at Floof and Papa, all spelled out. And on Instagram, we are the Floof, sorry, at Floof and Papa yep. podcast. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All spelled out again. Very cute stuff on there. Send us your photos. Send us. Send us anything, really. Just yeah, say hi. A, we'll shoot be us down. a message. Yeah. Say bork, bork, hello. Bork, bork, hello. We love getting stuff from you guys. We do. That was really pretty. Oh. <laughs> I really like that a oh, lot. Oh, thank you. Uh, thanks to That's Not Canon Productions for uh, having us back again. Bork, bork, thank you. Or even enough with our really bad accents. Bork, bork, thank you. Oh bork, bork, everything. Can we get t shirts and just say bork, bork? Bork, bork, everything. <laughs> the solution to everything, just bork, 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 bork your way through bork, it. Bork, bork. And with that, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. Bork, bork, bye. Bork, bork, bye. Can a song just objectively be bad? Yes. But that doesn't mean we can't learn from it. I'm Alex Smith. And I'm James Keogh. And on our new podcast, My Songs Suck, we talk to writers and musicians who share with us some of their earlier, less good content and reflect on how far they've come. If you want to get in on the fun, head to That's Not Canon Productions or find us on iTunes, Google Play, or whatever podcatcher you use. My Songs Suck, because everyone makes mistakes. Just make sure you record them. That's not kind of productions podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.